0: Hello and welcome to ESPN, Crick and Post Stump Mike. I'm Karthik our listener, wishing you a Happy New Year. This is our first episode of the year and we've got two very special guests, the Dusra duo, Andrew Fidel Fernando. A Happy New Year to you too and welcome to Stump
1: Mike. Thank you. thank you, thank you very much. I can't believe we're still being referred to as the Dusra duo. I feel <laughs> like that was from another lifetime. Of, uh, you didn't need Stump to remind me of...
2: Yeah, I mean, you need to remind me of those dark days,
0: man. And, and, and the voice you just heard, Lister, that is, of course, Siddharth Mungar. Munga, Happy New Year to you too. Thank you. Happy New Year. What are your cricketing resolutions? Or oh, one resolution for the year, 2023.
2: <laughs> you you monkeyed me on the...
1: He <laughs> <even more> won <laughs> before I came on strike. Hey, hey, non-striker runner. We don't say munker. We say non-striker runner. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> Okay. Okay. We'll, we'll give you a minute. Fidel, do you have any?
1: My resolution is the same. Cricketing resolution is the same as it is all, all every year, which is to watch as many test matches and goal as possible. That's, that's <laughs> my standing cricketing resolution every single year. Just every time there's a test matching goal, I'm there. That's all I want in life.
0: So until the end of your time, you will watch every test match there is in goal. I hope
1: so. I hope so. Yeah, yeah that's, that's my... Uh, I would love for that to, to happen.
0: Yeah.
2: That, that's that's a fair they, one. Do they let you in in now? Because I believe I was the
1: pioneer of. <laughs> oh yeah, no, no. So so Monga blazed a trail for people <laughs> such as myself. I um we have a we have a small statue to Monga in the in every press box. <laughs> so Monga used to turn up in in shorts in Sri Lankan press boxes and normalized it. Um, uh-huh. And now I turn up in shorts all the time. Oh. And it's uh, sorry, not normal. apart from decriminalized her decriminalized her. <laughs> so uh, so we are we are we are a great gen- and those of us who like to wear shorts in yeah. press boxes are oh, great however they have become very sneaky SLC media I think they want us to dress a little bit more smartly and they turn the AC way up now, oh. so the, <laughs> the, AC, now the AC is too cold for me to wear shorts so now more often than not I'm wearing long trousers because like in the evening, you're riding where you don't want to be, you don't want to be freezing. So mm. now I occasionally wear trousers. But other than apart from that, yeah, generally shorts summer go to. and I, I'm very, very happy that manga was blazed that trail for me.
2: I my fitting resolution would be I should be able to write on T20 matches without watching them. Just look at the scorecard and be able to write on them.
0: Oh wow. That that <laughs> <laughs> that, that puts a lot of pressure on your colleagues, that is the ball by ball commentators there that is, is that is saying something so if you're listening so of, to us i want to
2: beat ai before <laughs> ai starts doing
0: <laughs> okay fair enough let's let's see if manga is able to do that i highly doubt it maybe maybe 10, 10 years later all right so why why are we meeting today guys it was it was all going so smoothly we all knew during yesterday's odi fidel who the victors were going to be halfway through sri lanka's chase the only question that probably remained was Dasun Shanaka, will he get his century or not? His second ODI century. And somehow, with three balls to go, he found himself at the non-striker's end, waiting for Kasun Ranjita to take a single. The Indians had all closed in. Yeah, I think every single Indian fielder was around the bat. Shami comes steaming in and Fidel, then what happens?
1: Yeah, and it was, it was perfect thinking from Shami also. I don't think Shanaka was stealing ground on the previous balls, at least not as far as I'm aware. But uh, Shanaka had uh hit the hit a ball down the third man and they had taken off thinking there would be a second there but there wasn't a second so he ended up at the non-striker's end a couple of runs short for his century desperate 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 to get back on strike to complete this hundred right so shami knew that this was happening and also the cool thing about shami's run out was that he didn't even get to into his delivery swing he didn't even get the ball he was just wild running past the stumps he knocked the bail off which is a very, very fair way to do a monkey. There can be no, uh, or non run runner. There can be no, um, you know, discussion about that. Um, I don't think the TV even showed the replay, but I'm pretty sure uh, Shanik was, was out of his ground at that stage. So it was, it was beautiful from Shami. Um, the, the, the umpire went upstairs, to, uh, referred it to the third umpire, but before any referral could happen, Rohit Sharma was quickly in there put an arm around Shami, told the umpire, look, we're not, we're not appealing for that. And the, the appeal was withdrawn and Shana had got to hang around. He batted up the rest of the over, uh, hit Shami for a four to, to finish his, his hundred. Mm-hmm. Hit him for a further six to rob salt in the wood. If I was Sharnak, I'd just be like, thanks for withdrawing the appeal. We've just got to block this, you know, I've got, got my hundred already. Block <laughs> the last one out just out of respect, but that's not how it went. So anyway, um, it ended up that China got his hundred, India won, and no big kind of controversy happened as a result of a strike of an unclear So, yeah, it's uh, that's that's essentially how it went down. Um, but yeah, we've, we've got plenty to unpack here from that. I was
2: not, I did not watch, but from your description, it sounds like uh, Shami went old school, which is what Kapil Dev did when. When you were not allowed to run out the non-striker once you were in your delivery stride, so like this is proper classic.
1: Yeah, it it was classic. He didn't even get into his his uh, his like arm swing. The the arm never went up over the horizontal. Nothing happened. He was just while running past the stumps, he took the bail. So, um, I
2: my observations from this firstly is that cricketers are very. I mean. to get to international cricket, you have to be really competitive and they are all really competitive. Once mm-hmm. it was like whatever absurd number of runs required in the last over, they still had to find some competitive element to be interested in that over. So the, com- the point of competition was now was that India were like, we won't let Shanika get the 100 and Shanika wanted to get the 100. So like they're competing on that. So that's, I mean, that's th- th- these two teams are like, the result is beyond question. So I, I can see how they're competing with this other, how they are trying to entertain themselves. And then, then after that, everything that is wrong about cricket happens. <laughs> the, the fixation of wow. the 100, the captain overruling a bowler, captain who's a batter himself overruling the bowler. <laughs> I mean, on one level, you, you would say, hey, the run-out is legit. And Rohit also is well within his rights to remove the withdraw the appeal, but he would be aware of the. I'm, I'm sure he has to be aware of the moralizing that will follow,
0: right? I'm I'm guessing Rohit was a bit was a bit it, it was all smiles, right? Shami, Shami is clearly his friend. This this group seems like a bunch of a bunch of boys together. They they were only smiling the entire time. Rohit put his arm around Shami. Had a word with him. And immediately both Rohit went first to the umpire and then Shami too went and said, no, 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 let's, let's not even go to the third umpire. I, I don't think at that moment Rohit would have thought in terms of, Fidel was saying, right? They avoided a controversy. This in fact, maybe it's just, it's a controversy about why there was no controversy about running out the non-striker.
1: Yeah, I think, I think now the pro monken crowd has, has gained enough traction that even not running, not running a bet better out in this way is like, uh, it's, is a thing now. So it's like you're not normalizing this, this dismissal, which should be, you know, it's suddenly it's like you can't win to some extent. I, don't, I think it would have been a much bigger deal if he had run him out. But also, would it have been? Like, I, I'm not sure. Like, Sri Lanka have used this dismissal before and defended it, you know, uh, famously against, um, I think it was just Butler, Butler in 2000. Senanaika. Yeah. Senanaika. Senanaika, yeah, 2014. Um, and Mahila Jawadan came out at the end of that day very strongly and said, look, it's in the laws. And then I think Mahila Jawadan has been part of the cricket committee that strengthened the ICC cricket, uh, the okay. rules to make mankads like, you know, a, a legit part of the game even more than they already were. So yeah. so Sri Lanka does not have this thing about the monkey where it wouldn't have been like a Deepthi Sharma versus uh, Dean thing like we had last year because I don't think Sri Lanka has this kind of like cultural baggage about the, the, the this kind of dismissal being morally bad. You know, it's just, it, it wouldn't have been that level of controversy, um, but we're kind of, I think we're just talking about whether, we're talking about whether this this dismissal should be treated the same as all other kinds of dismissal. I think it's, it's, it's fair to say from Rohit's actions yesterday, you know, a ball before, a couple of balls before, Shami hit Sharnika on the pads when he was on 97. And they, and it was turned down by the on-field umpire. And they went upstairs. They used their remaining review to see if they can get uh, Sharnika out. So clearly they didn't care that much about it. They didn't want going to get to 100. They wanted yeah. to get him out. And then there was also a run-out attempt, I think, next ball or, the, or a couple of balls later. So it's not as if like, India had stopped competing and they just didn't care about the game at all. They very much were competing. It's just that they deemed this form of, it's clear from their actions that they deemed these, this form of dismissal less legit than an LBW or a run-out. For sure, we know that because But but, but there is,
0: I I have to stop you there because there's a very prominent member of that Indian side, maybe not in the same format, who has made this form of dismissal, Monga, Ashwin of course, who has made it probably more uh, how how, how do I put this the best, made it more acceptable over the past few years. I mean, people are on the Ashwin train about running out the non-striker when he he or she is backing up.
2: Before I get to Ashwin, can I just say how how big a fan of Mahila I am? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> because in 2012, Mayela was the captain. I think it was Brisbane and uh, was it Ashwin? I think Ashwin only uh, ran out Lahiru uh, Tiremana and uh, Mayela was the captain. And Sevak said, No, we are not going to uh, appeal for it. This is not how well we will play, Sevak said. and. Uh, and on that day, at the end of the match, Myla comes and says, yeah, that was that was good. I mean, this is not how we want to play. <laughs> <laughs> and when his bowler runs somebody out, he says, no. <laughs> this, this advantage is not good. I am a big fan of Mahila. And we should just normalize this opportunism because cricket is all about yes. <laughs> competing and competing with the opposition within, uh, within the scope of the rules <laughs> and laws of the game. And... I... Whatever you do till then, you personally might not do it, you you know, but don't, don't try
1: try to become superior to the person who does it. I 100%, I like 100% agree with opportunism being such a fun part of sports in general, in cricket, and you use whatever means are available to you to try and win a match. And I I will never, I will never uh, begrudge a batter stealing a couple of yards Yeah. If the bowler is not, if the bowler is not aware of it, if you're, if like, if it, if there's, a, if it's a debut bowler or a bowler who's kind of like a little bit worried about what's going to happen at the striker's end, and he's never even going to think about running you out. Um, Chami oh. obviously is, is yeah. a different kind of bowler; he's more experienced. If I, if I was a batter, I'd be like, yeah, I'm going to steal a couple of yards yeah, here I know. because this guy's never going to, they're never going to do that to me. Why? It's you you're allowed to be. You're allowed to be cheeky, you're allowed to like have fun playing cricket, and you're allowed to try and steal these kinds of advantages. It's, just be it's not cheating. It's just it's yeah. just part of like it's bending the rules to try and play the game. The, the the thing that I will say, though, I think this leads like nicely into kind of the main point that I want to make, is that the getting a better out in this way fundamentally feels like a cheat business. Mm. Right? Because because Ooh. it doesn't. I know, Monga, you can come back later. Look, I'm talking. Stop. Um, no, but it, it fundamentally seems like a cheap dismissal because it, it feels like too harsh a reaction to a batter trying to steal an advantage. And like, stealing advantage is something that cricketers do all the time. Wicket keepers who know that, you know, the ball is not uh, hitting the batter in line with the stumps or it's going down leg will appeal. When, when, the ball comes down leg side and it, you know, um, and it, 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 it's a wide, but they'll still appeal to try and get, try and throw the umpire off and then pretend that there was some pad on it or something like these things happen in the sport and it's not cheating. It's just trying to gain whatever advantage you can in some, some way, right? Like it's up to the officials to try and like stop this and try and, and keep, keep cricket on the straight and narrow and keep things on an leave even kill, okay. and i think i think the creeping out of the crease is an important part of the game and um it it feels like a dismissal is too much why not have a penalty run system so, it can um, be five penalty runs it can be 10 penalty runs you run a better out as five penalty runs you, to your, i mean like very quickly you don't have to warn anyone very quickly this stops being something that, that batters do you know how often do you have penalty it's not that often and 5 or 10 is quite a serious disadvantage and, and you
0: should take it out of their score not just the score of the team you sure. take it out of their score
1: as well sure yeah. I mean it, it becomes a problem if they're like a batter batting on 2 or on less than 5 yeah. <laughs> then then the rules become a bit hazy but yes if there is a way to do that I'm all for that but um, but it just it just seems like and it, it's also not fun to watch as spectator. you know like you the, the bowler has not it's not it's not a it's not a question of skill you you want cricket to be as much about skill as possible and this is this feels like a technicality like a dismissal on a technicality and I the, I have a lot more thoughts about the, the history of the monkey being like and the way that the moralising has been used by uh, by cricketing powers that are you know like the tradition I mean the monkey is a much bigger deal in Australia and in England. Uh, than it is in South Asia. You know, in South Asia, growing up playing cricket in Sri Lanka, like we, we munkered at each other in on in street cricket all the time. It, was, it felt like a normal kind of dismissal. Suddenly I started playing cricket in New Zealand and there was this huge amount, this huge stigma attached to it, which I had never experienced. And you kind of understand that it's a very culturally relative thing. And in history, this kind of moralizing has been used against, um, you know, countries that came to cricket later. I, by that, I mean, generally, you know, West Indies, South Asia. So the moralizing is the thing that I have the biggest problem. With. Like, it's not about morals. It's about laws. As the law stands, you can run out a battle like this anytime you want. You don't have to give a warning. Go nuts. Do that every time there's there is a match on the line. There should be no, there, no one should be saying anything to you because that is part of the law. However, I do think that it's a bad law and that it doesn't end add much to cricket. So anyway, round's over, I'm gonna hand (laughs) him some
2: points. I want to go back to, I want to take you right back to this feeling like a cheat dismissal or a dismissal that does not involve any skill. So what do you say about uh, a batsman, a batter hits a lovely straight drive and it hits the ankle of a bowler and crashes into the striker's end and the guy is run out you celebrate it you claim it as a great wicket what about a keeper missing a stumping of the ball hitting their pad and coming back onto the stumps and you claiming that stumping there is there is no skill involved it feels like a cheap dismissal and i don't know why the question should be only about this and the second point why would you ask this question that question should not even exist why something else the, que- the law is there, the question has to be of the batter. Why can't you stay inside? Why should the question be? Why should the gaze and the focus be on the bowler? Why, why not five-run penalty? Why not free ball? Why not? The law is there. He's taking away. You ask the batter, why can't you stay in? And you want to sneak, you want to sneak ground, you do it. But you must be aware of the risk that is involved in it. The next point about uh, this being a bad law, I agree it's a bad law. But it w- not in this regard, but in the addition of the fact that uh, of that exact phrase that you can only run a batter out till you are you would have been normally expected to release the ball and not after that. the The idea of this should be the non-striker should le- watch the ball leave the hand of the bowler and then do whatever you want. And if you're doing if you're sneaking inches or feet or whatever do it knowing that there's a risk and that risk is a wicket. why not why why is it so so much more mad than getting a run out of a deflection of your hand <laughs> you didn't even intend to or a stumping you didn't even intend to but it hit
1: your pad and came back onto the wicket so i think you're not going to you're not going to Completely get rid of cheap dismissals, right? Cheap dismissals are always going to be part of the game because, as you mentioned, deflections oh, 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 happen. Oh, okay, hang on, hang
2: on, just one second. Once, and, um, you, I, I, and this is not an original thought. I saw this tweet. Postup showed me this tweet. If there is no, and the, I, I will try to quote it verbatim. I don't remember whose tweet it was. That Adam Zampa in the last week demonstrated that he did not have the skill to execute a dismissal that was derided for not. Having skill involved. Do you remember
1: do, do, no. are you aware of the <laughs> Adam Zampa? <laughs> no, I was I'm not, but that is very funny. I can imagine. Yeah, yeah, but yes. I, so yeah. what happened with but Adam Zampa? Yeah, that's why <laughs> fighting, <laughs> but he did it yeah. after
2: like taking his arm all the way across. Correct. So there is skill involved. You can't you, you yeah. So Adam Zampa completely <laughs> clearly demonstrated that. While people, while the people, whoever these moralizing, people are are claiming there's no skill. It's possible to not have the skill to exist.
0: Yeah. yeah, no. To be honest, I was I was on Fidel's side about bunker should not be there simply because there is no skill. And then I saw Zampa try it, attempt it, and which is where which is where Manga brought about that law as well, where MCC came out and said that it needs to be it's over the night. Yeah,
2: I'll just give you a brief history of what has happened with bunker. By the way, let's just start with the term Munkard because people will be thinking, mm. hey, don't use Munkard in writing. So, what happened was, and I at that time was also, I, at that time I also agreed with it. A lot of Indians found it uh, derogatory to in, involve the name of Munkard in this dismissal because they felt he was being vilified. And at that, that time I thought, yeah, maybe. But over the years, I have realized it's actually it's actually giving credit to him for a smart piece of cricket. And yeah. his name will be immortalized. And this is what happened in the Mankat family too. Mankat's son did not like it. He thought that it was derogatory. But his grandson now says, no, it's an honor for us. So yeah. Uh, yeah. we'll have that style sheet discussion. Yeah,
1: yeah. I, 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 this, this you and I agree on. This you and I agree on. It should be a point of pride. You can reclaim it and yeah. be like, no. Uh, an Indian player and a great Indian player, but...
3: Yeah, yeah.
1: Which we much mentioned, Vinu Mankad, one of the great India players, was the first to be to competitively take advantage of a law that was in the books, or well, was not the first, but he was, he was one of the kind of famous examples of doing it. And, and for a long time, even in Australia, where I think uh, this dismissal, Vinu Mankad, like, affected the dismissal, there doesn't seem to be that much moralizing about it for a long time. It's just yeah. kind of re- it's a more recent thing that this, this moralizing has happened. And uh, I, I agree, I agree with you. I think we should still keep calling it a because it's really, uh, it, you know, once you say Mankat, everyone knows what kind of specific non-striker run out is a bit clumsy. So even for like, and then also, you know, like it's a, we, the thing is the thing to do is to remove the moralizing out of it and to call and to, to reclaim term as yeah. something positive. And so, I, I, yeah. I agree with that.
2: We'll have the discussion with Leslie about the style guide. Uh, now to the history of mankad the law of Mankar as it stands now. So earlier it was, uh, it used to be that you have to do it before getting into your delivery strike, which mm. is what Kapil Dev did. And he was still uh, vilified for it, as you remember. Then over time, ICC, and this is a huge credit to ICC because MCC's law was dogmatic about this icc went ahead and wrote it in wrote in it's in in, in its playing conditions which are also a, a complement to the laws but in certain cases if they're writing a playing condition regarding a similar same law it overrides the law so icc in the playing conditions wrote that you can execute this dismissal anytime before the delivery so you can go all the way and not release the ball and do it because the batter still has not made sure that the ball is out of the hand,
1: mm-hmm. right.
2: so then MCC again in airports trying to normalize it added this uh, thing that yes, it is okay to do it, but you have to do it till the not not after the highest point of your delivery. Right, uh, ICC was ICC's hand was paused and they had to rewrite it according to the MCC, which this one creates a lot of confusion. Uh, so the umpires will now only use the rule of thumb that the highest point is what is their normal expected uh, delivery, because even if there are bowlers like Bumrah and all who bowl from way beyond the perpendicular or the vertical, but once it's roughly, once you've got here, it's not possible for a fast bowler or a spinner even to come out of it. So that's okay to use as a rule of thumb, but still, it is. It, it was such a more simple and elegant rule when ICC had made it uh, possible for the bowler to mankard the non-striker at any time before
1: letting the ball go. But do you think, Monga, that it's a boring form of dismissal? It? it is no. not. It is not fun to watch. I don't think it's a fun. To, it's th- not like a, there are
2: a lot of things that are not fun to watch.
1: <laughs> I know.
2: <laughs> in, in cricket, there are a lot of things that are not fun to watch. And this debate is not a fun decision debate to have Well, let's, let's take one. Let's make
1: it one less thing that's not fun to watch. You know, I know that like, yes, you're right. You can never take luck and chance and all this kind of stuff. You can never take like no skill dismissal. When a batter edges a ball past the keeper for four, that's like the bowler has really got the better of him but or her but so, uh, but they get a boundary we we know that but let's try and limit these things to an absolute minimum as much as we have the ability to do that
2: yesterday rohit sharma scored 80 of some 70 balls uh, kohli scored his 45th hundred shanaka scored 100 in the last over india won 700 runs scored but guess what
1: is the most red story on cricket and four hmm so obviously yeah. people love to watch this. <laughs> I don't think people want to watch it so much as it's like, like Mankat dismissals create an ecosystem and a vortex of their own. And suddenly like not having a monkey is awesome. This is the first time we're having like, a withdrawn monkey being like the big story and being like the big swirling thing around it. But like the reason why it's interesting is because there's so much like, moralistic debate about it and yeah. like I think I think all like you and I, Monga and I and and Cardik too I think we're all agreed that the moralizing sucks and that like as long as this is a law we are all you know every bowler should be trying to do this if I were a so, bowler. But, yeah.
0: but, but you say that you know and I just just to take that forward Monga also mentioned that this is this is a law this is how it should be it's 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 you're saying it's not fun monga saying it's okay i agree it's kind of boring but here's the deal yesterday what happened in the end the captain was allowed to take back his appeal there was no wicket with that we're talking about something that effectively did not take place there was no ball there was no 19 point nah, 49.4 was a was a run-out opportunity that went for five overthrows yeah there was nothing happened so if if what what we're saying is that uh, running out guy at the non-striker end is fine what happened yesterday was I, I don't know it didn't, it didn't make much sense if you're giving the captain so much power as to say okay I've got this guy out but I can say no
1: but, but, here, but here's the thing is that the reason why it doesn't make sense is that you also have to admit that many players feel no matter mm, what the yeah. panelists here feel that the monkey is the cheap dismissal yeah players feel that I think that that's that's also a reality that you have to, you have to admit. And, Absolutely. And many players don't feel comfortable doing it. Um, so it, that, there has to be, like, that has to be part of the discussion, right? Like, yeah, I think yeah. We, we're far enough. There are two sides dug in on one side. It's like, there was a great tweet after the Charlie Dean, um, Deep Sharma thing, where it was just like, you know, I'll mank I'll at mank- every one of you to be like, I will never do it ever in my life it's such a shameful <laughs> and disgraceful act, and uh, I would monk at my own mother if I could like that's the like you're, you've got these two sides dug in but you have to have some conversation and the thing that's missing the conversation is that it's not a it's oh. not a dismissal that feels fair given everything yeah. that happens in cricket yeah. You, you know, you, you, okay.
0: spoke about, you spoke about ex-players. We, we had a couple on our show yesterday. And before we come back to Monga and yourself, we'll play a few clips. Wasim Jafar and Farvez Maroof, both both were talking Fidel along the same lines that you are, that it's an extremely tricky dismissal for a player to call.
3: I mean, this is, uh, you know, this is a tricky one. Uh, it's not uh, uh, the kind of dismissal you want to do, uh, given a choice. Uh, but, you know, again... Uh, a batsman uh, cannot get ahead of his line. Uh, he needs to stay in the line. He can get out, you know, even when the bowler is bowling. bowling uh, you don't need to get out at the striker's end. You could get out at the non-striker's end as well. So he needs to be aware. Uh, but I think the fielding team has that, you know, uh, choice whether they want to go ahead with the appeal or they want to withdraw it. I think India did withdraw it, like I said, uh, because India, you know were winning the game and it it wouldn't have been in in a good taste, Uh, you know, had they gone ahead with the appeal, somebody batting on 98, uh, it kind of, uh, you know, would have felt like a bad taste in the mouth. So I understand that they could have just taken it as a first warning, which you normally, uh, you know, do uh, when somebody is doing that. But even without giving a warning, you can get uh, the other guy run out as well. Uh, The law says that you need to stay in the line. Uh, but I totally understand that, but there needs to be consistency from even the players also. So you know, it's a tricky one.
2: I think there's no doubt, no nothing wrong in uh, taking it out. I mean, a few years down the line, yes, you've won won uh, the batsman once, and if he does second time, you take the bails off. But nowadays the rules are quite strict, and rules clearly says that you know if the batsman is ahead of the line, you can um, take the bails off and you're out. I mean, that's where the spirit of the game and all these things comes comes into play. So. I reckon the best has to be much more smarter, much more wary. As you said, if a no-ball can be bowled in the last ball or the last two balls, an umpire can call it. I mean, this also, you know, everything everything cannot go to the same side. So, I reckon the has to take a lot of responsibility. And I, I'm glad that India did it. As uh, as both of you all said, in case if India had taken it, Dasun Sanak on 98, you know, that would have spurred and that would have made wrong headlines for tomorrow morning's papers and websites. So, you know, I'm glad India did it. But in the end of the day, nowadays, the rules have changed clearly. So, batsmen have to be more responsible
0: of not leaving their crease a bit too early. Munga, so here's what Rohit Sharma had to say, okay? He said, I had no idea Shami had done that. When he went up in an appeal, basically Rohit had no idea. Then Rohit went on to say that Dasun Shanaka was on 98. He batted brilliantly. He deserved that century. We didn't want to get him out that way. We cannot get him out like that. What did you make of Rohit's quotes?
2: Okay, in in an ideal world, because I'm so tired of this debate. In an ideal <laughs> world, I would say eh, just do whatever you want, man. Shami is within his rights. Shanaka is within rights, within his rights to steal ground. Shami mm. is within his rights to run him out. Rohit Sharma is within his rights to withdraw the appeal. The problem that happens is that we, we, we put too much value to what players say. Mm -hmm. And by that extension, we feel that Rohit Sharma is letting down Ashwin, he's letting down Ditti Sharma, he's letting down Arman Kaur, he's letting down anyone, Adam Zampa or whoever. Let's let's not put that much value into it because Rohit Sharma, if the game is online, might do it tomorrow. They are their 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 core competency is not diplomacy or being uh, you know or being role models their, their competency is playing cricket yesterday rohit sharma made a valued judgement that hey if i do it now unnecessarily i will get so much criticism not because i am it, but because i was so, so petty that i it to deny him the 100 right that that's what happened and let's just roll with it yeah let's just the more we debate it the more uh, the more complicated
0: it becomes all right so who's call then it should be should it be the captain should it be the bowler okay. should they decide this before
2: Traditionally, of- traditionally, the captains have been given the power in the laws.
0: Mm, so mm.
2: One of the one of the most glorified things is how uh, Kundapa Vishwanath called back, I think it was Bob Taylor or somebody who was not out. Imran Khan once called back, uh, who was it? He called back somebody, right? Uh, and then the guy, then he got him out next fall. <laughs> Imran Khan called back somebody. Was like I think it, it was
0: Krish Shrikant. As, as, as yeah, a yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, guessed. right, right, right. Yeah. So,
2: it's, it happens. It, it is historically, it is allowed in the laws. And I think most of the times, captains use it very conveniently, just like a lot of batters use walking very conveniently. Hmm. They walk when, you know, they are 170 not out at <laughs> of <the field>. But <laughs> But if there are 5 runs to get, they won't. And then again, walking has got a similar... Uh, but again, walking cannot be overruled by the captain. But it has got a similar dynamic to it. Sometimes uh, it's an individual decision, just like marketing, But sometimes it doesn't sit well with the team ethos. The team, the rest of the yeah. team feel you're letting us down by not competing within every inch of your uh, being. So hmm. those of things will always be grey areas. Yeah. Uh, and if... I mean, now we are, dis- we, if you're we saying the captain should not have the power, then we are like, we're questioning the law. We are getting into the territory where we debate the merits of the law. And then we come to the to a point where we see then who should call it? Should the bowler call it? Right. Should the bowler have the powers to, even if it's like a court behind and uh, he, th- he has appealed and the umpire has given it out, but he's not out and the guy is out of reviews. Should the bowler call him back? Yeah. We have the power to call it. I mean, it's all it's all confusing.
1: It needs debate. No, I, th- I think the withdrawing appeal law is fine because I think there are sometimes like when, for example, in a in a match where the you know the the better you know people run into each other and there's like collisions and there's, there's all sorts of there's all sorts of things that can happen in a game where I think it's important for players to have the agency to be like. Okay, that's not that wasn't that wasn't something that was intended, or you know, it's like players can also just think for themselves and and deal with everything context wise.
0: Yeah, yeah. But, uh, but I mean, New Zealand would love that, but Ben Stokes can't take his runs back that went off his bat to the yeah. fence in the in that final. Even oh. if he wanted to, he can't take those runs back.
1: No. yeah,
0: yeah sorry, exactly. That, I mean, that's, no, 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 no. that's another bad law. <laughs> Cricket yeah. is confusing for
1: that.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, like. <laughs> There will be things like life in general, there will be things that will be messy. And we have umpires and the umpiring team on the ground that, that's best equipped to deal with it. Sometimes they will make a mistake, yes, and which is much rarer than what we think is. Because even in this example of Dharmasena, Stokes and Dharmasena, everybody vilified Dharmasena whereas he knew the law. He mm. never Didn't know the law, but it was just not physically possible for him to implement it. Yes. Yeah. 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 So he couldn't have possibly seen when the deep fielder has released the ball and where Stokes is at, at the same time. So all those things, again, it, it will be corrected. They will bring in something to correct it because this was in, this was the kind of incident that had never happened before, I think.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Enough, player, you
2: know, and we all we all sat on the outside and we said everybody said Darmazana Oh is standing in the World Cup final. It doesn't know the law. <laughs> so umpires get a lot of plaques for things that they don't do.
0: Mm-hmm. About about going back again to our original point about about yesterday, Fidel, what what Rohit did withdrawing the appeal. We we spoke about the moralizing aspect of it, but just what happened between there, between the players on the field? I think Shanaka especially, Rohit and Shami. It was a good look for the sport at the end of the day. Everyone arm in arm going off the field after a good ODI
1: match, although pretty one sided towards the end. Yeah, I mean, it's. I, I weirdly think that I have. I would have. Res, I have respect for Rohit for doing what he did at that, in that match situation, right? In that match mm-hmm. situation where Shanik is trying to bat for a century. And and this is because because of my own personal feelings about the monk and dismissal being cheap. I think that in that situation, this guy's batting for a century. Who like who actually you've already won the game? Like the game's been won many, many overs ago. Um, I I thought it was either it was it was kind of a cool thing for Rohit to 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 withdraw that appeal. If he had done it when Sri Lanka needed, like, you know six off the last three balls and the match was on the line, then I would have much less respect for him. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, this is in the laws. You want your like... So that, that is where I stand. I think like, I think that if it doesn't matter if Sarnika... In, in that situation, it doesn't even... Sharnika's center is even like secondary to Sri Lanka winning or losing yeah. the match. So uh, in, in a tense situation, a match-defining situation, if you don't use every available recourse to you, then I have less respect for you. So it's very context dependent for me. Like the yesterday, what he did was kind of like, kind of fun and kind of cute. But if he did that in a situation where the match was on the line, then I would think like, Rohit, you're being an idiot, you know? Mm-hmm. So yeah, that, it's... Uh, and, I, and I also think that India probably wouldn't have done that in, in a situation where the match was on the line. I'm not sure that they would have gone that way. I do feel like Shami has the most to feel aggrieved about because he outthought it better in a beautiful way, perfect, like perfect way of getting somebody out. And then to rub salt into the wound, Shaman got on strike, hit him for a four and then a six, and like <laughs> made his even worse. I would be very, I would, I would, you know, Rohit definitely owes him whatever Shaman, a Biryani, whatever Shami wants. <laughs> As a as a recompense, but like yeah, it's mm. a, I would feel very grieved for Shami in that situation.
2: I would have loved to have seen what Rohit would have done if Ashwin was a bowler. I don't think he would mm. have <laughs> taken to it so kindly. And
1: yeah, and, and I also I have to say I love Ashwin's just doggedness about this issue as well. Personally, um, he's one of the big, like he, I remember like that that run out in the IPL with Jos Butler. And 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 Ashwin just being like the only way I know how to play cricket is this, and that's the first thing that kind of got me thinking about. Okay, how it's how it how it changes uh, from from culture to culture. It's a different thing, and also it just it's uh, you have to love Ashwin for that for his competitiveness and the way he tries to play the game. Um, and yeah, I agree. Ashwin wouldn't have let I, Ashwin would have had a massive argument with Rohit on the field. <laughs> If, if he had been in Shami's position, he would have just been like, no, I, I refuse to. This is not, this is not okay. <laughs> and that's cool too. You know, like it's, uh, you're, you're allowed to have that, that view. It's in the laws. We, we, we're, we're here for all of that.
0: Yeah, I, I've been, I've been uh, refreshing Ashwin's YouTube channel the entire day, waiting for <laughs> the next video. It still hasn't come, listener. It still hasn't come at the time of recording. Monga. I put myself in their shoes.
2: Personally speaking, I myself would like to be consistent. If I'm doing it with 80 balls, 80 runs required of two balls, I'd also do it with three required of two balls. But I'm nobody to judge anyone on that. Yeah. Like Ashwin once ran an overthrow of his own, of, of his body, a ricochet of his body and he ran and Tim Saudi got really angry his spirit of cricket and all that. <laughs> Ashwin tweeted, I will run. Sometimes I won't run. Sometimes I will run. <laughs> Don't expect. I have no, there's no onus on me to be consistent and to, to conform to your standards of morality on a cricket field. So they they also, they're not obli- obligated at all to conform to anyone's standard of consistency or morality. Uh, in isolation yesterday, anything, everybody was well in, well within their rights. The only thing that happens is because Indian cricket, and, and see, there are so many people gunning after India, after not just Ashwin, but Deepti Sharma. They just wait for it. And yeah. once, once they see, hey, your men's cricket team's captain, who should be the, who's most of the time is the most visible face, the, the yeah. most respected voice of your country's cricket. He thinks that this is not how we want to deny batters hundreds. Uh, then it becomes a little tricky, and I I won't be surprised if Ashwin, Deepti, Harman they feel let down. No. And I and there is if they they are justified to feel that way if they do feel so.
1: Yeah. I, I think that's that's a really strong point. I think that's people who have stood up for and fought these battles from a much less like strong position than roy Sharma as. The Indian Ben's team captain has, let's be honest, like a position of privilege, yeah. In which, and he is perhaps expected, perhaps like the others will expect him to back them up, yeah. And and also that puts his post-match comments also in maybe even a, a more negative light because maybe, there are maybe other but people... maybe
0: maybe we should also give Rohit that little bit that maybe he just yeah. doesn't want his team to dismiss. In in as some of us have put it here, in his quote-unquote cheap manner, he doesn't want a wicket. His his cricketing team to do that. Oh, okay, final word so, from the from the two of you.
1: Oh, go on, go on, Fit. No, no, but but Woody, I, I Rohit would have done that in a tight game. I think it was just mm-hmm. like it, it. You know, like it, I, I think anybody who's played any sport knows that the the vibe when it's a tight, difficult, hard match when you're in a fight. Is completely different from when you're like, I we've already won mm. this. It's not. It's, so so it's, that's not, my
0: is... yeah that's my resolution for 2023. I want Rohit Sarma in a situation like that and get an answer to this to this question <laughs> in, in in this year. Will it happen? Won't it? So final word from my, from the two. My trophy. only question is,
2: will will the bowler now do it? Because mm. you, unless you have a chat about it, you don't want to be embarrassed in front of everyone when you do it and your captain has withdrawn it. Will the bowler have the confidence to do it? Unless Rohit is bowling himself,
0: maybe, maybe, maybe this is something Rohit will have to address. At least if, if he doesn't address it to the media, they need to address it in the team. Yeah. Yes, in the team, Rohit. This is something Rohit will have to address. But before before we leave, Munga, we'll give you first go at this. A final word. What will it take from from all of us, from the entire cricketing community, so that we don't have to come together in six months and have this discussion about running out a non-striker, non-strikers, and backing up. Uh, Again and again and again and again. Because this is not something, like you said, this is not a discussion that anyone really enjoys. It maybe takes away from the essence of the game, which is bat versus ball, which is 22 versus 20, 11 versus 11, 22 players on the field. So what will it take for this not to happen?
2: I might not enjoy discussing it. I, I enjoy watching discussions on this. So, <laughs> I, I, I also,
1: So I also think that it's... I also think that like the controversy itself adds so much to cricket in a perverse and messed up way. The (laughs) fact that, you know, like the three of us are here the day after a complete non, like it was not a competitive match, right? Like we all watched it, or at least I watched it. I was on the report. And it was not a competitive match. The three of us are here do an hour long podcast on this one issue where a bet I didn't even get out like nothing even happened for on one just just it wasn't even a registered poll officially and we're talking about it for an hour look yeah. i think it's i think it's kind of what makes cricket fun and great and i enjoy i have strong opinions on it i but i also enjoy hearing other people's strong opinions on it and it's we have to put it into perspective you know it's it 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 adds to like the tapestry of what we enjoy about about sports and um i know i'm ending on like very like kumbaya like happy like let's it's all, a lovely all note and
0: that was a lovely sight you know that's that's not that's a lovely way to end end today actually this was the site of chanaka and Rohit. Uh, i mean i'm just just walking off that field yesterday so that manga andrew fidel fernando once again a happy new year to you and we will see you on future episodes of Stump Mike. Maybe something apart from running out. Non-strikers backing up.
2: Uh, for audio-visual purposes, we can call it Mankar. Mankar. Because yeah. we have established <laughs> over the course of the last 40 minutes that it's not such a derogatory thing. And we should reclaim that.
0: Mm-hmm. Mankar it is. Maybe not about the Mankar again.
2: ta <laughs> Me.